Hello, and welcome once again to another edition of TSC Music Radio's Music with a Mission, where we take an in-depth view at the artists chosen by God to use their gift to glorify Him, the stories behind their music, and, of course, how the Lord has been with them in the process. Our guest is a songwriter, lyricist, former director of the Performing Arts Ministry of Truce, and his name is David Hand. I preach Christ and teach cornerstone for the heads on the block who used to catch Keith on the cornerstone deep in the danger zone roaming the streets cause Keith didn't have a place that he could call a home that was me on the B and a D train heard the whispers to your man like B he's deep so B it ain't strange God saw fit to change me used to push the rock and I ain't talking Jay-Z find me on your block thank God he saved me plus he's inside taking the time to change me in a jumping jack flash coming back soon already talking through tsunamis in the typhoon, those are signs that point to the bridegroom. For him, I keep you open like an untreated knife wound. Those are signs that point to the bridegroom. For him, I keep you open. We got you right now. You don't know what you stepped to. Ain't called for help, but we coming to get you. Drop your front door, we can't protect you. You've been ambushed. We got you right now. You don't know what you stepped to. Ain't called for help, but we coming to get you. Drop your front door, you can't protect you. You've been ambushed. Welcome to the refuge. You've been living what's been bumping in your CD player. Time's up, you got to see me, player. The time is now, won't be no later. You say he walks with you because he's the savior? Trying to play my God like a game from Sega. But he's going to rip the sky like the claws on Vega. He ain't no street fighter, he's my heat provider. Peep the white horse, doggy, he's a rider. He's coming for your flesh, so you got to die. Tonight's your last chance, won't be no survivors. Even I should have burned up in hell's fire. But Christ came in and switched my desires. And I'm living proof Satan's a liar. So I introduce you to the Messiah. Had to get high, well, he'll take you higher. The most high God, not just my We provider. got you right now. You don't know what you stepped to. Ain't called for help, but we coming to get you. Drop your front door, he can't protect you. You've been ambushed. We got you right now. You don't know what you stepped to. Ain't called for help, but we coming to get you. Drop your front door, he can't protect you. You've been ambushed. Welcome to the wreck. My university, the heights on the block, stay watching them. Preaching the heights now like Jackson of Washington. Not a strange from the pain of the street. So I tell about an innocent man that was beat, murdered publicly. Next to two thieves, blood dripped on display. They let him hang in the street. But in his death, he slayed all the beef. Between God and man, both a lamb and a beast. I was saved by the sacrifice. Likewise, I'm commanded to go out and save some lives. I Preach the gospel with urgency, cause hell is hot, but y'all singing, let it burn like Usher could set you free. Scooby doing signal to claim, but I'm a bounce in a chariot powered by flames. And thunder clap to your hands are in pain, but when thunder claps, y'all remember who We got you right now. You don't know what you stepped to, ain't called for help, but we coming to get you. Drop your front door, he can't protect you, you've been ambushed. We got you right now. You don't know what you step to, ain't called for help, but we coming to get you. Drop your front door, he can't protect you. You've been ambushed, welcome to the refuge. Yeah, this one's big for the king right here. To my family, woo, easy, MCO, truth, welcome to the refuge. This is Music with a Mission. I'm Derek Davis, and we are pleased to have with us someone who is very versed in contemporary Christian music and has a lot of involvement in it. 
And his name is David Ham. David, great to have you on Music with a Mission. Glad to be here. Thank you. Let's get some stats first off. You wear a lot of hats. You are a minister. Yes. Producer. Yes. What else has God <laughs> called you to do? Oh, man. Um, uh, yeah, I've, I wear a lot of hats, but uh, a lot of areas of performing arts is where God has just kept me. And uh, it's where my passion is to to write um, plays, to write drama, um, to write songs, okay. and uh, to really direct in the development, artist development, too, as well. Um, but um, pretty much within the area of fine arts um, is where uh, God has placed me in my life to serve. And that's what the uh, Nikki Cruz outreach is Nikki about? Nikki Cruz outreach, yeah. I was, I was with Nikki Cruz um, for eight years full-time as his performing arts director. I see. And that encompassed everything you just mentioned. It did, yeah. And so it really focused on the development um, of young people, inner-city youth, giving them the opportunity to really um, grow in the areas of music, performance, dance, acting, um, and then, of course, the primary thing, evangelism. So you say inner-city youth, and inner-city youth are primarily involved in Christian rap ministry. Am oh, I yeah. Right? That, that was our primary tool uh, in the evangelism uh, with Nikki Cruz Outreach. Okay, and Truce was a rap group. Right. So Truce was a hip-hop group that was developed um, within Nikki Cruz Outreach mm -hmm. and focused on, on hip-hop and R&B and dance, like break dance and pop and lock. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. taking it back. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> now, Truce is no longer together, though. No. What happened there? Um, there was a season in my life where um, there were, and truthfully speaking, there were some failures in my life that mm -hmm. um, uh, I had to face uh, and come under accountability mm -hmm. uh, with my leadership. Um, I'm ordained underneath Elam Fellowship. I always say my home, home church is Times Square Church. Okay. Um, and then, of course, before Nikki Cruz outreached, it was just a season where I had to stop, uh, take a sabbatical, and just um, rebuild with my family. Um, so in that, in that season, obviously, Truce stopped okay. um, and took on a different form. Because before the music group, there was just Truce Outreach, sort of the Truce campaign mm -hmm. that traveled with Nicky Cruz, which was, it was sort of structured as the Truce Outreach, wherever he would go and minister. Okay. But when I came aboard through the process of eight years, we, de we developed the Truce group. Yeah. And God has you in a, in, in a much better place now, I assume. Oh, absolutely. The season that God took me through, a uh, season uh, of rest, a season of restoration, um, was, uh, you know, at times very difficult, hard, of course. Mm -hmm. You know, you go through sort of a time where um, you, your leaders, your pastors are, are right on top of you and, and you have to submit. In a good way. Though. In a very good way. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm telling you, it's, it's amazing to suddenly come out of that and you see the light at the end of this dark tunnel. Mm -hmm. And that God just has come into my life in a way where you're just you're wiser, stronger, yeah. um, and just more tuned in to exactly what God wants, wants of you to us. Do. Yeah. Sure. Thank God for the blood of Jesus. Amen. But, you know, in the interest of time. Yeah. And being that you've had such an involvement in Christian rap ministry, mm -hmm. let's talk about that for a minute. Yeah. Christian rap, gospel rap, holy hip-hop. How do you categorize that? <laughs> you, you know, because we, I was talking with, so we had a conversation in here yeah. yesterday. 
And one brother I was talking to said he didn't even like the term holy hip hop. Right. He thought it was an oxymoron. I'll be honest, brother. Sometimes I don't like it either. Well, I mean, it, it is kind of an oxymoron, isn't it? I mean, hip hop comes from a narcissistic, materialistic genre of music. Yeah, and yeah. holy refers to our Lord Jesus Christ and our right. Father Jehovah. Right. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> so and what what do you like to say? Well, I, I don't know. Because, you know, I, I, sometimes it, it almost depends on... Um, even sometimes the artists that I'm working with okay. or the setting. I mean, because at one point, yeah, you're right, it's gospel hip-hop. And then another point, it's Christian rap. And then another day, it's holy hip-hop. Uh-huh. And then, but then I begin to, you know, sort of question the artists and question what we're doing in the genre. Are we presenting the good news? Are we reflecting Christ? And is what I'm writing about holy? Because sometimes I hear some good, okay, gospel hip-hop. Um, or maybe I hear some rap, but I'm not sure how holy it is. Okay, you know? well, well, let's talk about that, yeah. because there's an argument that we as believers are, we, you know, the Bible says we're in the world, but we're not of the world. That's right. By right. the same token, the Apostle Paul says that uh, we should be all things to all people That's right. in order to draw them unto Christ. Right, and I think you, you, you merge those two statements and those uh, scriptural references that you've just said right there mm-hmm. to really understand the fact that with, with hip-hop, Oh, okay, let's say gospel hip-hop. I'm going to use that one for today. Yeah. Gospel hip-hop. Yeah. I think one of the things I've always worked with my artists, you've got to understand that it's a tool. Um, and it's a tool that you use, but you can't use it all the time. Yeah, also, but where do you stand on it? I think we have to separate ourselves from the hip-hop culture. That's, that, this, this is where I've come to actually embrace hip-hop, gospel hip-hop, okay. um, and yet keep myself separate from the culture of hip hop that has come out of rebellion, pride, anger, and bitterness, right. and sort of just an attitude of I'm gonna do whatever I want to do, I'm gonna say whatever I want to say. Mm. That's the culture of hip hop. Right. But then there's the genre. Then there's the hip hop genre that I believe, under the grace of God and the effort to be all things for all people, yes. we have been able to take the genre and use it as a ministry tool. Um, and and so I'm not, so the tool is something that I use, but yet I'm not, my heart's not connected to the culture of hip hop, if that makes any sense. Yeah, well, kind of, sort of, because in order to connect with people we're trying to get saved or draw under Christ, you're attempting to hit them with something that they can identify with. No? Absolutely. Okay, when so, that's, how, so that's how, can the tool. You, how can you abandon the culture and reach the people that are in that culture? Well, the, the, like, for instance, so when, when I went with Truce, um, and we would travel and we would go to like some of the hardest cities throughout the country. There's right. Newburgh, New York, Hartford, Connecticut, um, wow. right here in New York. Um, yeah. We even went as far as London. And so, of course, you know, as our, our approach into the inner city, our approach into the streets, um, these inner city Christians would come out. Uh, do they look like um, the guys on the street? They do. Mm-hmm. T-shirts, fitted caps, mm-hmm. jeans, boots, different styles of sneakers. But what was so special about the work that we did on the streets was that you could clearly sense and see that the culture of hip-hop was not what made them or shaped them. Once you heard them speak, once they made a connection with brothers, shook their hands, greeted them with that half hug, once they began to rap, mm-hmm. you could see and witness that they were married, they were connected yeah. to the body of Christ. They nice. were they were representatives of Jesus Christ. I, I remember one time in Oslo, Norway, there was 
two people that had walked up. They listened to us do this whole hip hop set for 15, 20 minutes because that's all we would do in one particular spot. Right. And then we would do a quick altar call and all these people would come up and we'd be blown away every time and people give their lives to the Lord. But I remember watching this. What would I I would find out later that they were brother and sister. But I remember them coming forward. They gave their lives to Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. This was after hearing rap music. Right, right, right. They leave. As we're tearing down to go to the next spot, they come back 15 minutes later, and they're standing in the exact same spot where they were after I had watched them prayed over. And I walk up to them, and I said, hey, um, I noticed you came, accepted Jesus Christ. I noticed you had left, and Mm -hmm. now you're back in the same spot. I said, you know, what are you feeling? And they responded and said, well, we came because there was something that we felt that was so powerful as we stood here that we wanted to feel it one more time before we left. And it was clear, and I began, and that gave me an opportunity to explain to them, share with them the power of God's presence, the anointing of the Lord, the place of peace and refuge that we have in, in the Spirit of God. Mm-hmm. And it was that day that I began to realize that, yeah, this is this hip hop thing is just a tool that you're using, but but you're, as long as you continue to separate yourself from the culture, mm-hmm. the attitude, mm-hmm. the lifestyle, mm-hmm. I'm going to pour my spirit into you, and, and you'll be able to swing this tool with the same aggression that hip-hop has, but for a complete different purpose. Understood. What do you say to people who say that hip-hop, Christian hip-hop, is nothing more than a Trojan horse of the enemy that's designed to weaken believers by infiltrating as a disguise? Mm. Uh, What do you say to believers like that? Because you've been doing doing this for quite some time. You've been doing this for how long? Uh, 12, 13 years. So you were doing it when it was very (laughs) unpopular in the church. Yeah. They wouldn't allow you in the church yeah. with this stuff. There were some churches that just said, nope, okay. you're not coming So close. And so there yeah. are believers out there, and there are, there are Christians who actually believe that this genre of music yeah. is, you know, just merely a Trojan horse that, right. you know, has been sent into the body to infiltrate. Yeah. What do you say to that? Well, I think there's two sides to it for me. Again, I've learned, uh, and again, not— not everybody is shaping their hip-hop ministry in this way, but for, for the, the young artists that I'm working with, I think it's so important to have more than just one tool in the toolbox okay. as a minister. Mm-hmm. And, so, and I've always kind of um, compared hip-hop as sort of the hammer in the toolbox mm-hmm. because it's heavy, <laughs> it's aggressive, yeah. and man, can it bang. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, it right, can right. bang, brother. <laughs> but at the same time, if you don't use a hammer correctly, it can cause a lot of damage. Sure, sure. It can actually be dangerous. You know, and, and so we have, as, and as a church and as a body, and I'm, I'm always thinking holistic, too, because a lot of times we'll take hip-hop ministry and it's in one little box and we don't dare move it about. Yeah. But I'm always about saying, God, you know, we, we want to be not just the hip-hop ministry, but we you've called us to ministry. And yeah. so I'm always encouraging my young artists. You, you have to be able to articulate what God has called you to do, not just within one little area that you find as your strength, mm-hmm. but to be able to build with the body of Christ as, as a whole. Mm-hmm. And so I've said, okay, so what? I always challenge them, what else is in your toolbox? Nice. Because there might be some churches that don't want you to come in with a hammer. Sure. Swinging that thing around. Sure. You'll break glass. You'll break walls. <laughs> you'll you know, break put hearts. Holes in, you'll break hearts. <laughs> you know, so what else is in your toolbox that you can come in and serve the body of Christ? Yeah. Hip-hop is not the only way to reach our inner city youth. It's yeah. not. Now, there are a lot of inner city youth who, when they first become saved, they come with the gift of rap. 
Right. I mean, they know how to right. rap. Right. And they have a zeal for God because they've just gotten saved. Yeah. And uh, they're able to put lyrics together very skillfully, yeah. uh, metaphors, alliteration, etc. Yeah. When is it acceptable for them to enter into the rap ministry, mm. in your opinion? Uh, discipleship is so important. And that if they're, if they're discipled correctly, because it is amazing. I have worked with some guys so gifted yeah. um, to be able to freestyle exactly right off the top of their head, and right. this is mind blowing stuff. You you know Abs- absolutely. And um, but I think with with proper discipleship and, and nurture and uh, teaching them how to again, you have to root out a little bit of that culture, which is you know because hip hop is most in the world we carry hip hop like a trophy. Sure, um, which is why I ask: Is there a time limit? I think once they can really um, understand their motive mm. and intention for why you're going to freestyle, mm. for why you're going to use this gift. Or are you doing it just to impress because exactly. of your lyrical skill? And, man, we know how to impress in the gospel music world. Don't, I mean, get, don't get me to okay, preach. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think the motive just has to be right. Yeah. You know, the intention on why you are going to uh, share with me your lyrical genius. Mm-hmm. And how you're able to just make it all rhyme. What's the motive behind it? What's the intention? And I think we have to really just check all of us. What are the intentions of our heart within the giftings that God has given us? Understanding that the word of God and the Holy Spirit ultimately keeps us, Mm -hmm. but also understanding that music representing God and praising the name of Jesus is an added weapon in warfare. Mm. Is Christian rap music alone enough to sustain us musically? No way. So what else do you listen to? Man, sometimes I I get, like, as I've gotten older, my tolerance for hip-hop is is starting to wear down. Really? (laughs) (laughs) Really? So especially, like, after maybe a concert that I have to be at or an Mm -hmm. event, Mm -hmm. um, like... When I was younger, I could walk away from that concert event, and as soon as I get in my car, I just keep on playing some more hip-hop. Okay. But um, I think as I've learned and grown to appreciate other genres, um, I find myself listening to a lot of other things and uh, right directly uh, speaking worship. Uh I love praise and worship. Ultimately, does praise and worship music penetrate the spirit and soul more than Christian rap, in your opinion? I have to say so. Absolutely. Okay. I mean, I know there's some brothers out there that they, you know, they'll they'll argue and they'll debate the idea that, man, I, I worship to my hip hop. I praise God to well, my sure. hip hop. And, you know, of, of course, that's that's been uh, they're a product of their environment, to be honest mm-hmm. with you, which I think really is the case. Mm-hmm. But I think if, um, if we take time to just kind of recognize the value of praise and worship, mm-hmm. the, the, the value of, how about just simply the value of a hymn? Yeah, yeah. The, the value of, of just a song like Blessed Assurance, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, uh, mm-hmm. Amazing Grace. Sure. Um, and I think, again, you know, for the for those of us or you in, in hip hop, um, yeah, it's again, it's a wonderful genre. It's exciting. It's it's upbeat. It's uh, it's tell stories. Mm-hmm. But I think as a body and and, and your growth, um, worship God, mm-hmm. praise God, mm-hmm. sing a worship song. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know. You mentioned a product of the environment. Yeah. Does that hold true with, you think, every genre of music that perhaps a person that grew up uh, listening to rock would just gravitate toward Christian rock and a person who listened, grew up listening to hip-hop would just naturally gravitate toward that? Do you yeah. think that's just what it is, a cultural product of the environment type thing? Um, not always, mm-hmm. but I think when I look at my statistics as a youth pastor yeah. and working with my young people, mm-hmm. um, that's um, most of the time the case that I'm dealing with. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've got quite a, uh, a variety of different young people in my youth group and, you know, if I get a kid that's, uh, you clearly see that he's been influenced in sort of the rock culture. He comes up to me and the first thing he asks is, where can I get some Christian rock? You know, like, you know, and I'm like, dude, I don't <laughs> yeah. know, man. You know what I mean? Uh, or I've got, you know, I've had a couple of people that are really into like hard rock, like heavy metal, like uh, scream type stuff. And, uh, and I tell them, I don't know and I won't be doing any research for you in that one. But. That's me being biased. Well, no, no, no. Understood. The the scream stuff is kind of like scares me a little bit. I've I've heard some of it. Do you really think people are are drawn to Christ through that? I don't know, brother. I tell you, and and I have to be careful because you know, again, it's like, oh, you know, you guys think you can use hip hop? You know, you're throwing your hands in the air, you know, and you're rocking your heads, you know, like that. And so, you know, for us and and the scream music and heavy metal, mm-hmm. you know, we're being blessed by that. And um, so I've had to kind of take a back seat before responding because I was, I'm not sure. It, I'm like, and I, I, I'll ask the Lord, Lord, is it just me yeah. that's just kind of um, just kind of, is it my own opinion? You, you know, know what, you know what comes to mind. Yeah. You know, when we talk about different genres of music, and you know, you tell me how you feel about this. Right. The story in the Bible when Jesus told the disciples to get in the boat and go to the other side, mm. and then he met them walking on the water, and then when the disciples saw saw him, they cried out for fear because they'd never seen him in that particular form. Right. Christ comes to us in different forms. He does. Do you see other genres of music in that way? You see my point? Yeah, absolutely. Just because God comes to us in a different way, should we not should right. we not accept him? Right. And, you, and you're putting a check in my heart right now, brother. So, <laughs> okay, 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 so, okay. so you did get that sermon okay. on today. Yeah. <laughs> Unintentionally, David. But, I mean, it's the, it's the thing that comes to my yep. mind, you know what I mean? Because I, it's like there are so many weapons that are yeah. against us as Christians, and especially in these last days and times. And yeah. Why not grab onto everything that we can hold on to that works for us in Christ? Right. Absolutely. And again, I think it goes back to what I said earlier about the intention, mm-hmm. the motive. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and so just, yes, when, when Jesus walked on water and approached the disciples, man, that was like, a, I mean, if you think about it in like natural terms, okay, that's like a weird moment. Yeah. Like, okay, kind of ghostly, kind of <laughs> like freakish, you know what I'm saying? And, and so if, and as I'm thinking about what you're sharing here, yeah. yeah, God, why did you have to do it like that? But yet he cried out to them. He says, you know, it is I, fear not. That's right. Be of good cheer. That's right. So if a guy comes up to you with rock music and it's... And, and if it's the actually, intention is to, to, to reach the lost and to build the body of Christ yeah. and to, 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 um, to minister to a culture yeah. that is lost, then man, you go for it, brother. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Who do you listen to? Oh man, what's in your iPod, David? Well, I I would um, <laughs> I wouldn't be doing this right if I don't speak first about just this incredible 
young rapper that I'm working with right now. Who is? Um, Andy Minio, Andy who goes Minio. by the name C-Light. He's only got one AKA. I was just talking a little earlier. But but uh, this young man is uh, um, dear to my heart. He's a former member of Truce. Okay. Um, and uh, oh, an incredible uh, freestyler, lyricist, writer. All right. Well, let's hear a little bit of it then. Uh, the song is No Tombstone by Andy C-Light Minio on Music with a Mission. So bury me with no tombstone Cause I don't care if they know my name To Christ be the glory Let my life story show his fame And if I don't represent I know my whole life's been in vain So Lord, what I'm asking for Is your strength to endure Strength to endure this prayer mission just a quick taste of the exciting very current sound of andy c light minio be on the lookout for him one of the christian hip-hop artists working with our guest david ham i like it david very right now <laughs> what else are you doing who else are you working with a christian r&b singer named sheena lee sheena uh, lee who has been just dedicated to uh being a worshiper um and uh, has been with my wife and I in ministry for years. Now, is she, she hip-hop or? R&B. R&B. Yeah. What's so special about Sheena? Um, I think uh, there's just a distinct sound that she has uh, that you don't forget. And it's amazing. Through the years, any time that I've played something with her, people always know, oh, this is Sheena Lee. Mm-hmm. But I think um, one thing that's really special about her, she's very transparent. Okay. Very open and very honest. Is that honest. what drew you to her as a producer? Um, she started with me when I was a youth pastor years ago at Evangel Church. Oh, so you've was, watched her grow. I've watched her grow. She was 14, 15. I was directing a youth choir. Mm-hmm. Um, she came in rather late, um, still with her school uniform on, yeah. goes right over into the alto section, and it just sounded like she had a microphone in front of her. Really? Out singing everybody. And I said, man, God, you have given her a gift. What's the song that you're working with? Um, a real special song that I... Um, that we just wrapped up. It's called Cry for Grace. Cry for uh, Grace. And it's a song that I wrote two years ago 
um, in a season of my life where God was just really dealing with me. Um, and uh, it features uh, Bishop Hezekiah Walker nice. and uh, another young girl named Mia Hunt, okay. um, who was the daughter of the late Calvin Hunt, yes, who comes yes. out of Brooklyn Tabernacle. Um, but it's a powerful song. Well, that let's just, listen to it right now. Do you absolutely. mind, David? Love to. What's the name of the song? Cry for Grace. Featuring Sheena Lee on Music with a Mission. cry for grace.
TSC Music Radio's Music with a Mission, and that's Sheena Lee and the new single Cry for Grace, produced by our guest, David Ham. Yeah. Nice song, David. Hey, Amen. Thank you. She's got some chops. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I actually co-produced that um, song with uh, a young guy named Alex Medina mm-hmm. and also um, Andy Minio. And um, it's not just skill. It's some anointing there. Huh? Praise God. It is. Yeah. Powerful. And I think it speaks to a lot of people. Um, in that place where they're just wrestling with so many things in their own flesh. And, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and yet the, the grace of God is available. Now, before the song, we were talking about what's in your iPod. Yeah. I didn't forget about no, it. No, didn't, and I didn't give you the, okay. the rundown. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, what else do you have? Oh, I listened to um, a group of guys out of uh, uh, a label called Reach Records. Reach. I've heard of Reach. Yeah. And uh, so artists like Lecrae, mm-hmm. uh, Trip Lee, yes. Flame, yes. Tadashi. Show Baraka. Nice. Anybody listening right now, if you love hip-hop, and if you don't have them brothers on your iPod, I say go out. We're talking lyrically sound, scriptural content, mm-hmm. solid in the word, mm-hmm. and just uplifting um, just to everyone. Um, so I, I, I'm loving those guys, you know, and they've been a blessing to me. Tell you what, let's take a quick break. We're going to come back. I'm really enjoying talking to you, David. Oh, me too, brother. It's good stuff. God is good. Amen. Uh, We're going to uh, take a quick break here at Music with a Mission, and we're going to be back with more of David Hamm when we continue. God is incredible. God is with you. God is aware of your struggle. God is ready to forgive. God is powerful. God is your friend. God is a good listener. God is for you. God is willing to God help. is and always will be. God is able to God protect. Is God good. is power to change. God is Jesus. God is here. God now. is the one who loves you. God is merciful. God is a husband to the widow. God is the one with your answer. God is there when no one else is. TSC Music Radio. Where God is. And we are back. This is TSC Music Radio's Music with a Mission, having a great conversation with David Ham, uh, former director of the ministry Truce. And we've been talking music, mm-hmm. all kinds of Christian music. Oh, yeah. um, earlier in our conversation, we were talking about discipleship. Yes. And how discipleship is a key uh, in determining whether or not people should go out and minister this type of music. We've also been talking about reaching people mm-hmm. with music that they're used to, either by environment or culture. Right. Once we've reached them and we've brought them in, because Christian hip-hop is not going to be heard on a Sunday morning service. No. Neither is Christian rock. Maybe a few spots, but no. <laughs> <laughs> Once we've drawn them in through uh, the music that they're used to, then right. what? Well, you know, again, going back to uh, what we talked about earlier, discipleship mm-hmm. um, and uh, knowing the word of God. Um, you know, I, I through the years, um, I've taught Sunday school and I've been in settings where I've come into Sunday school and week after week, I'll tell the young people, do you have your word with you? Yeah. And nobody has their word, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just, it's far from their mind. It's the last thing they're thinking about. And even just with rappers that uh, I've worked with, they'll know their songs, their lyrics, their rhyme schemes. Mm-hmm. They'll, ha- they'll carry their, their lyric notebook yeah. uh, faithfully. 
mm-hmm. but you won't find that word of God with them. Okay. Um, so the word of God is a given. You know, we're, we're getting them in to give them the word right. of God. Right. But musically, mm-hmm. do they stay in that place where they were, or do we actually get them into another place? I think, uh, again, I think it goes back to that toolbox, you know, to be able to equip them with other tools mm-hmm. as a fully functioning minister, which I think that's where the discipleship comes in. Like, praise God for this area of hip hop, but can we use you anywhere else here in the body of Christ? Can, Understood. You know, are you willing to grow in other areas? Right. So you're saying discipleship ultimately will lead people to appreciate the core yeah. of Christian music. Absolutely. That's what you're saying. Well, I think, uh, well, help me understand your question a little bit more. What I'm saying is we said earlier in the conversation that nothing penetrates the spirit and the soul like good old hymns that talk about the blood of Jesus. Right. Okay. I'm of the mind that we use different genres of music as bait Mm -hmm. to hook people, to reel them in. Mm -hmm. Once we've reeled them in, is discipleship now a tool that we use to get them to appreciate? Because you're not going to get people to to you're not you're not going to go out and sing on the corner near my God to thee and get people to walk into the church. <laughs> no, you're not going to do that. Right. It's not going to happen. Right. But if you hook them through the music that they're used to, which we've talked about, right, and you drew you draw them into the church, and you draw them unto Christ, and you give them the Word of God, which you know it's just going to saturate the spirit. Right. Then is that what we need to to get them to appreciate musically the core of what we're what we're used to? I think uh, the discipleship is sort of the bridge, the connection to the draw factor mm-hmm. of music, mm-hmm. and then the expansion of understanding the value of music and the intention of music when. They're in this place of discipleship, okay. if I'm making sense. And so th- this will just open up their hearts a little yes. bit more. Okay. This will give them That's a greater mm-hmm. understanding okay. I'm of mm-hmm. what role music is supposed to play in your personal life, mm-hmm. in the church. Um, and I think uh, it just opens up their hearts. And so and, and it's funny because even as you ask me this question, and Maybe I'm I'm falling away from where you, we're wanting to go. But my wheels start spinning because then... Exactly what kind of draw factor is the music supposed to play? Like in terms of, because then I start to think, and again, because here's the battle I have. This is me personally. Yes. In terms of writing music and creating music that's a draw factor to the loss. Yes. To what extent am I supposed to be focused on the draw factor or just making sure that they hear the blood of Jesus Christ in my songs. Because mm-hmm. then now we start, then you start to think about crossover music. I see, very good. You know, okay. and, um, and, I've, and, I've, and I've gone in that direction before, mm-hmm. but there's always been a part of me like, okay, did I really need to do a crossover song that doesn't really clearly declare the name of Jesus? Or, you know, like, I, you get what I'm saying? Like, for instance, I was in a conversation um, a couple of months ago, and, and I was talking with a... Um, a very wealthy guy that's yeah. in the music business. Yeah. And uh, and he has this great appreciation for gospel music, but his feelings are, listen, if, I gotta, if I'm going to get this gospel music on radio, I can't use the word Jesus. 
So in order for us to create our draw factor, in order for us to, to, to cross over so that we can continue to infiltrate radio with the gospel, yeah. we're going to have to do a rewrite on the word Jesus. Okay, yeah, I think we're talking about two different things now. Yeah. Because what I was talking about is simply using the musical genre to draw people unto Christ. You know, I'm talking about saving, so getting souls saved yes. here. all right. Okay, that's what I'm talking about. What you're talking about is definitely an industry thing, and I know that is yeah. a... That's an issue that we're... Def- okay, let's stop. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to stop. Bad. You know, no, 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 no. Yeah. No, no, no. It's, it's a good thing. I'm, yeah. I'm glad you brought that up because I'm sure this is something that we're going to talk about yeah. uh, in future podcasts. Sure. Yeah. But, you know, I was talking more so about using the music as a draw to save souls. Yeah, yeah. And once we've gotten them in, and you explained it. You yeah. explained, you know, using discipleship as that tool yeah. to do so. Because when they do come in, there there is especially within the inner city, many that don't understand um, the value of praise and worship. Okay. The value of just songs that just clearly, openly talk about the blood of Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah. And discipleship will help us make that connection as they come in. What's next for you, David? What, what all are you doing now coming up? Well, I'm setting ground stage right now for the development of uh, theater. Um, that's very dear to me. Uh, stage plays, okay. uh, full-length productions nice. um, that really uh, share the gospel, um, really present uh, some of the issues that are going on in our inner city, mm-hmm. on the streets, stuff that's really relevant to the culture, to the demographic, wherever God would lead us, mm-hmm. and um, being able to just do, uh, write a story that brings forth redemption. So theater is dear to me. Film is even more dear to me. Really? Oh, I'm very passionate about film. Really? And I'm just trusting God that he would lead me and guide me. And again, focusing on theater right now, and then some of these stage productions that I'm working on right now are going to ultimately, um, I'm hoping to write the screenplay and develop the film. Nice. And uh, really need, uh, I'm just praying. And I think this is, again, this is a blessing to be on this show and and to share with it's my... It's a blessing to have you. Yeah. But before you go, you know, we're going to have to get you to, to do oh, it. Oh, here we go. <laughs> I just knew the time had ran out, you know, just closing this out. You Come know. on, just for old time's sake, can you give us a verse of some good Christian hip-hop? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Do you need a beat? No, I don't. Good, because I haven't been blessed to do the beatbox. I thing. thought you were going to beatbox. Yeah, and then, yeah. I'm sorry, I can't help you there. Um, well, this is a verse out of a song called Pain okay. that um, I did for years nice. with uh, Truce and Nikki Cruz Outreach. And I'm going to share this verse because it's actually based on a true story uh, within my own family here in New York. And um, it was a powerful song that we did on the streets yeah. um, where even at times there was this incredible testimony of uh, a young lady who was going through the same thing with her child. Oh. And, um, and then by the end of the evening had came up and her and her child received prayer, received the Lord. Yeah. Um, it was really life transformed. But this verse was really signature for what we're doing on the streets. David Ham on Music with a Mission. I remember when my cousin didn't want to live. He was seven, man, his whole life still to live. He tried to jump out the window, but his teacher grabbed him. Suicide policy, not a system got him. They ain't know his mom and pops went separate ways, and all he wanted to do was just fly away. And don't we all want to slip away from the pain? I know the truth is your heart really needs a change. Let me get back to the story of my little cousin. His auntie came right away. Yo, she really loved him. Wrapped him in her arms and prayed like a mother should. She has the 
of faith knowing God makes it all good. Visitation ended, now we gotta stand tall. She prayed for him and showed him how to do collect calls. He called the next day with something really big to say. He took the hands of the kids and began to pray. Thank you so much for being with us on Music with a Mission. Oh, amen. It was a blessing to be I here. have so enjoyed talking with you. You too, brother. Enjoyed the time. Thank you so much. Hope to do it again, actually. We'll get you back. <laughs> okay. Amen. Bless you. God bless you. Take joy, my king, in what you hear, and let it be a sweet sound in your ear. We sincerely hope and pray that this podcast is a sweet sound in your ear. By the way, we do want to hear what you think about Music with a Mission. We want your tips, hints, and suggestions. Email your comments to music at timesquarechurch.org, or check out TSC Music on Facebook and Twitter. And, of course, visit the website at www.tscnyc.org slash music. Portions of music in this podcast provided by TSC Music, mixed and engineered by Harry Vaughn, and special administrative assistance from Jessica Carrasco. Remember, if ever we put the messenger before the message, we have failed to present an unblemished gospel. I'm Derek Davis. Join us next time on Music for the Mission.